I stood in front of the white cathedral watching the people move, watching their gestures and trying to imagine what diagnosis I would give each of them. I thought that when pathology was as grotesque as it was in New Orleans, maybe I could tell by just watching. I didn't see her at first. She had been just part of the crowd. But once I saw her, it seemed impossible for her to be part of anything but herself. Her green eyes stared out at me through the heat, and I stopped thinking about anything but the moment. Her hair was short and cropped. It hung off her head in sharp knots, like feathers. It glowed in artificial blue-black in the dim streetlights. She moved deliberately, like she wanted to draw attention to herself. She turned and smiled at me, showing me her back. She wore a black slip that left her entire back naked. The eyes of an emerald green peacock stared out at me from the enormous tattoo on her back. I moved towards her without thinking why, and she never took her eyes off me. When I approached her, she didn't smile or greet me in any traditional way. She just took my hand and looked at my palm. She had a youthful look about her, but her exact age was impossible to determine. She seemed like a tiny bird. Her skin was cool and soft against mine. You're going to die young she said. You're doing it wrong, I answered. You're supposed to placate me with vaguely positive predictions about the future so I feel good and pay you more money. You're supposed to figure out what I want to hear and say it. You don't have much faith in my aunt, she said. I'll have faith if you tell me to, I responded. She just looked at me for a minute with a complete self-confidence that only made her more desirable. She knew the effect she had on men, do you want to hear the rest of your fortune? She asked. Only if you're in my future. I don't think so. I see other women in your future. You see all of that in my palm? No, I can see that in your aura. I see a dark woman. She looks foreign. And I see another woman with blonde hair and blue eyes. The dark-eyed one has no future. It is the one with the blue eyes who is really your future. Are you saying I'm going to leave my wife? I asked mockingly. She was speaking vaguely enough that anyone could have found truth in her predictions. Everyone is some woman in his life who is dark, and everyone wants someone who has blonde hair and blue eyes, at least stereotypically. I put no more faith in her prediction being true than I did in God himself. I didn't say that. I only said that the dark woman has no future. I see you on the beach before a storm with the blue-eyed woman. When will I meet this blue-eyed devil? Soon. It's too bad your eyes aren't blue. I would like to end my days with you. She laughed. I thought you were a married man. Until I saw you. Not too insecure, are you? I never saw the point of playing games. I wasn't very good at them either. You owe me twenty dollars. I handed her the money. Can I buy you a cup of coffee or a hurricane? I'm working. You can tell me more about the future. I'm dying to know how many children I'm going to have. And you haven't given me much information on this blue-eyed woman I'm going to leave my wife for and spend the rest of my life with. I may need to read the runes to find out all of this. It may be expensive. I need to know. She smiled. My runes are at my apartment. It was that easy. I followed her through the maze of streets that led to her apartment with my heart in my throat. Anticipation can be the most potent aphrodisiac. She didn't say anything. Just watching her walk was enough. It was the thought that made her inexorable. It wasn't her, but the hint of her, 
the parts of her that were unknown and forbidden. I did not want to wait until we found her apartment, and I felt as if I couldn't wait. You have to understand that I was drunk, and in those few moments, she had become everything I had left behind in Detroit. She was the dank pavement and the cold aloofness. She was without family, without attachment. She required no sacrifice, and I could have her without regret. I wouldn't have to feel guilty for leaving her behind or for bringing her with me. She was the anonymous stranger in the dark. I pushed her up against a wall in a deserted alley and kissed her with such force that she lost her breath. She was hard, skin and bones and angles, not soft flesh like my wife.